the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Gospel reading that we just heard from Luke takes place within the context of the Last Supper. Jesus has blessed the bread and wine as his own body and blood. And then at that very charged moment, given all the things that Jesus could choose to say, he offers his disciples instructions about something which he clearly considers to be of enormous importance, servanthood. And its absolute value in the kingdom of God. Jesus teaches his disciples do not confuse greatness with power. Do not confuse dignity with recognition. Greatness in God's kingdom lies in service. Servanthood. Servanthood is the absolute value to which Logan, Adam, and Ian who are about to be ordained, are vowing their lifelong allegiance. The greatest among you must become like the youngest and the leader like the one who serves. The Greek word used here, diakonia, from which we get the word or the term deacon, is really closer translated into servant. In other words, we are called to be servants. Servants for the sake of Christ and his kingdom. In the diaconal charge that I will say in just a few minutes, one of the things I will say is at all times, your life and teaching are to show Christ's people that in serving the helpless, they are serving Christ himself. The truth is that that role, that yoke, that mantle has been placed on the shoulders of all of us who call Jesus Lord. I've shared this before, but I heard a theologian once say that if it were left up to him, he would prominently display in front of the church not only the cross and the altar and a pulpit and a font, but high above the altar, on the wall for all to see, he would hang a huge, dirty towel. A towel to remind people that we are called to servanthood ministry. That sometimes it's messy and always demands a lot of us and that we often stoop down low to make sure we humble ourselves, to humble ourselves not unlike the one who took on our flesh and became truly human, to humble ourselves not unlike the one who designs to be born, who deigns to be born among the beasts of the field, to humble ourselves to serve not unlike the one who came not to be served, 
but to serve and give his life as ransom for all. You see, all, and I really do mean all, all Christians are called to servanthood. But deacons, yes, they do have a special opportunity to model for all of us the truth that Martin Luther King Jr. expressed this way. Everyone can be great because everyone can serve. And in 2021, this is still a counter-cultural value in American society. But as new deacons, the three of you are called to embody this truth in your life, in your work, and in your relationships, and in your attitude to all that you do. Indeed, I believe we live in a moment in time when the world desperately needs not only symbols of hope and love, but also needs hope and love in action. The world needs people like you and me. You and me to embody the countercultural mission of service to others. To embody the countercultural vision of respect for the dignity of others. To embody the countercultural message of grace and peace. We live in a time when people who demonstrate any spiritual hunger are actually less interested now more than ever in organized religion and could care less what denomination a particular church may be. We live in a time when too many Christian churches, instead of being welcoming, come across as insider cliques or clubs that are hard to get into. And instead of being outwardly focused, look exclusively internally. We live in a time when instead of pointing people to the person of Jesus, many churches point to their property, to their endowments, to their political beliefs or their pet projects. Is it any wonder that there is so much rejection and ridicule of Christianity and of the church as an institution. And yet, here you are saying yes, saying yes to the holy invitation of discipleship, saying yes to being Christ's missionaries of grace, of love, of healing, of reconciliation, and saying yes to being ordained and called apart for a particular ministry and service in the church. Each of you are saying yes to stand as icons of service, of justice, and calling the whole church to this mission of Christ. You might consider this next step in your journey to be a daunting call. And I hate to break it to the three of you, but let me just tell you in advance, it won't always be easy. But here's the good news. The good news is that we don't live into our vocation in isolation. 
And we never do this work alone. You see, all vocation is lived out in community. We serve the children of God arm in arm with our brothers and sisters. We go out into the world surrounded by the presence of the risen Jesus and empowered and sustained by the Holy Spirit. We say yes in the assurance that God is equipping us for the work, just as was promised to the prophet Jeremiah. Now, truth be told, I have my own opinions about the term transitional diaconate and disagreements with my fellow bishops on that issue of ordination. But even though you will only be deacons for a very short while, my charge to you is to honor, is to honor this aspect of your formation to lift up the fullness of this wonderful ministry, to fully live into this order of deacons in whatever community you serve in these coming months. I encourage the three of you to drink deeply, drink deeply from this brief moment in time, and embrace the learnings of servanthood. Remember, your time as deacons is more than apprenticeship for the priesthood. The diaconate, even this transitional vocation, has its own integrity. Lean into it. Learn from it. What the church is calling you to learn and embody over the coming months is, the, is a servant heart. And then I ask you to invite others to join you. We proclaim that service is at the foundation of Christ's own ministry. We believe that service is at the core of our baptismal covenant. And I know that service will be integral to the fullness of your ministries. Truly, the charge before you is to make Christ and his redemptive love known and to show Christ's people that in serving the helpless, they are serving Christ himself. So let us all together, all the children of God, ordained and lay, embody the sacrificial servanthood of Christ. Amen. Amen.